0: All right, we got everybody? Look at all these, look at all these kiddos. I see a lot of smiling faces today. Why do y'all, why do y'all have smiles on your faces this morning? It's Christmas? All right, hey, what's been your favorite part about Christmas so far this morning? Somebody raise your hand. I want you to, Liam, come up here. I want you to, I want you to talk in the mic. I want everybody to be able to hear. Your favorite part about Christmas so far this morning? I got a hoverboard. What? A hoverboard. Awesome. All right. uh, Woodley, come on up. Tell me.
1: Being with my family.
0: Oh, being with your family. All right. Um, Jackson.
1: I got a phone for Christmas.
0: A phone. Awesome. Next is going to be a girlfriend, huh? (laughs) All right, Aubrey, come on up. All right, Aubrey, what's been your favorite part about Christmas morning? Eating. Eating. I love it. All right. Abel. I love open, opening presents. You loved opening presents? Was there? Okay. All right. All right, Ben.
1: I got the new Pokemon game.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Aaron. Who, I can't see you with that hood on. John Thomas, okay, I got. I was close enough. <laughs> All right, John Thomas, tell me what the most important thing, what the best thing is about Christmas so far this morning. You get a day off at Barry's? I got a tank for Christmas. Oh, nice. I love it. All right, Evie. All right, you ready? Okay. I got a camera. A camera? Nice. You've been taking pictures? Okay. All right, anybody else? Anybody else? All right, come on up. Your favorite part about Christmas morning so far? I got a microphone. Oh, you did? Awesome. Great. All right, now let me ask you this. So we've talked about, we've talked about like gifts we've gotten, we've talked about being with family, we've talked about eating and stuff like that. Um, tell me tell me like what is the most important thing about Christmas? Somebody, I want somebody to come up here and tell me, Winston, come on up, bud, tell me what the most important thing about Christmas is, okay? Jesus? Jesus, your mama was scared. Your mama was scared. She was scared. All right. Well, what about, okay, who can tell me about Jesus? Hey, Sam, you want to come on in? You came in late. You want to come on? Okay, never mind. All right. Uh, Who wants, who can tell me, what about Jesus? Winston said the most important thing is Jesus. Who can tell me? Somebody who hadn't gone. I want to make sure I get someone who hasn't gone. Anybody who want to do it who hasn't gone yet? All right. All right. Well, anybody. Who else? Who else? All right. All right. Let me get, um, Liam, come on up. So Winston said Jesus is the most important thing. Liam's going to tell us why. He died for our sins and washed them white as snow. That is right. Amen. That is right. Great. Well, hey, I want to read to you. I want to read a passage to you, actually two passages, one out of Matthew chapter 1 and then one out of uh, Luke uh, chapter 2. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up from sleeping, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Uh, He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son and called his name Jesus. Now I want to look in Luke chapter 2. Mr. Daniel read kind of like the middle part of it, and I want, to, I want us to read kind of the first and the last part of this as well. In Luke chapter 2, it says, In those days a decree went uh, from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also uh, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, uh, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed. Um, He was with child, and while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laying in him, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Then I want to jump down after from what after Mr. Daniel read in verse 15. It says, when the angels of when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which is which the Lord has made known to us." And they went with with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known uh, the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. You know what? Um, Winston and Liam, uh, they summed it up great. It's about Jesus... About Jesus dying on the cross for our sins and washing our sins white as snow, about him coming to this earth and being born as a baby. Uh, so, you know, I want us to always just think about that, you know, as if that we remember that the, the true meaning of Christmas, and that is, that's all about Jesus. So, hey, I want us to pray before we leave, but before, uh, I don't want, I, don't, I want one of you to come up here and pray for us, okay? Will one of you be willing to come up and pray for us uh, right now? Jace, come on up. All right. Jason's going to pray for us, and then we'll continue with service.
1: God, I come to you. I thank you for this day, Lord. Thank you for all you've given us, and died die for us. I want to thank you for this privilege to be at this church. And as we come here and gather as a church to uh, celebrate Christmas, I thank you for the songs we're about to sing and what we're about to hear, and I hope we just can learn more about you today. And I just ask that we have a good day
0: and a good day tomorrow. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, bud. All right, y'all can go back to your seats.
1: Well, good morning. Some of y'all must be like me and already ready for a nap, even though it's already 10 something. And so uh, the girls woke up ready to roll, and I'm sure y'all's houses were the same way. Obviously, Daniel and Sarah are going to still stand beside me, so you know I'm not preaching a long sermon, so I kept them right here. Uh, but Merry Christmas, man. We are uh, so excited to be uh, in the house of the Lord this morning with uh, our church family, being able to celebrate Christmas together. And I want to read a passage, and I'm just going to share a couple words, and then after I get done, we're going to take uh, the Lord's Supper together. In Galatians chapter 4, beginning in verse 4, the Apostle Paul writes this, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might have may receive adoption as sons, and because you were sons, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So you're no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then the heir through God. Uh, In verse four, you know, the scripture says, when the fullness of time had come. That's why we're celebrating Christmas, and what's really cool about this, uh, the language that Paul uses when he says, when the fullness of time had come, The idea of Christmas and Jesus coming to be born to take on flesh wasn't something that God had like a plan B. Uh, But before in eternity past, uh, in the Trinitarian council, if you will, the plan had always been for the Son of God to take on flesh. And when Paul writes, when the fullness of time had come, what he's saying was, the plans go in exactly according to time. This date that he came was preset in eternity past. And so whenever we think about Christmas, it's something that uh, we, we have to remember that before even Adam had sinned, God had already had this plan that his son would come at this certain time, in this time in history, in a certain place. As we read through the Old Testament, God gave foreshadows of, of when it would be, where it would be, on what day it would be. And, and we see that everything was according to God's plan. And this morning we gather and we we think about that first advent. We think about when Christ came, and we are obviously thankful that we came, but we also understand uh, that the baby didn't stay in the cradle. The, the, the baby one day went to a cross. When He grew as a man and went to a cross, and today as we take the Lord's Supper together, we understand that, that the, the incarnate Word came so that he could redeem those who were under the law that Galatians tells us, and the way he redeemed us is that he became one of us so that he could live a perfect, sin-free life. Uh, The Bible, what we call a representative life, that God sent not an errand boy for the salvation of the world, but his own son, and he came and took on flesh and lived a perfect life on our account so that he could go to a cross and die a substitutionary death. And so we gather today thinking about the first advent that that cradle led to a cross, but the story doesn't end at the cross that eventually the man who died on a cross was buried. And three days later, he rose again. And scripture now says he has a name above every name. And this morning we don't gather and worship. Listen, we don't worship a baby in a cradle. We don't worship a man on a cross. We worship a risen and ruling savior, right? And so we gather this morning and that's why we're here we think about the first advent, but when when Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper with his disciples, he told them, do this in remembrance of me. And so we're doing it in remembrance, but he also gave them a kind of like a little nugget that I will not eat of this until I eat with you one day in the future, when he returns in his kingdom. And so this morning, not only are we remembering the first advent, but we're anticipating the second advent of Christ's coming. And this God gave me this thought this morning, and said, "Is that in this season, Christmas? There's a there's a lot of grabbing, right? There's a lot of grabbing onto stuff. But when we think about really Christ's first coming, we automatically should think about His second coming. And when we sit around the Lord's table, specifically through the Lord's Supper, we think about when we'll partake of it one day in His kingdom. And so this season, yes, it's a season of grabbing." but it should also be a season of loosening, that this world isn't our home. This isn't the best that it's gonna be for us, that one day we will partake of this with him in glory. And I just wanna encourage you with that this morning and as we get prepared to take of the Lord's Supper, uh, you don't have to be a member of Cross Point Church to take a part of the Lord's Supper. We just ask that you be a born again uh, believer, that you've trusted in Jesus for salvation. And in doing that, Scripture says that we are we are preaching the gospel to ourselves. We're preaching the gospel to one another. And so how we'll do it, I'm gonna go ahead and ask Luke and Ryan and Paul, they're gonna come down front and they're gonna have, uh, we still have the uh, the COVID communion uh, cups. And, and so if you haven't taken one of these, there's a little cracker on top that's got one seal and then you can pull that out and then do the other seal. It's almost like a, a coffee creamer packet. Uh, some of you may get new ones. I think Ryan ordered a new one where the, the bread's going to be on the bottom. Is that when the Paul's got that? And so you got you guys over here are going to have an easier job. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, so we don't ask that you, like I said, you don't have to be a member of Cross Point, uh, but we do ask for you to have placed your faith in Jesus. So I'm going to pray for us. And after I say amen, I'm going to ask you to stand. And as you, when you're ready uh, to move forward, to come, you just make come down and grab one and then Go back to your seat. Don't partake in it yet. And when I feel like everybody's come and gotten it, we will come back up and we'll all partake together. Cool? Everybody with me? Sweet. Let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we thank you for your love for us. God, we thank you for uh, the, the plan, the, the plan that had always been for you to send your son to take on flesh, to redeem those who are under the law uh, so that we may have the right to become sons of God. And today, for all of who've placed our faith in Jesus, we're not—we're uh, not secondary in the family, but God, we're sons, fully sons, that have full access to a loving and heavenly Father. So God, we pray today as we take this time out on this Christmas day, where I know we've got 10 million plans after we leave here, but then now for a moment that you'll be able to slow us down, so our hearts and our minds that we can remember the cross but also anticipate his return. We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You stand and you move as you feel it.